What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fake Philosophers. Uh, this is Danny with me today, and as always, I'm Mike. Uh, so, happy Fourth of July, happy Independence Day, happy birthday, Merca. Yeah. Uh, so today, today we're going to talk about the classic movie, Bill Pullman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bill Pullman. He was the he was the main draw of that movie. <laughs> I, I, I adore Bill Pullman. Everybody adores Bill Pullman. He was not the draw to that movie. Who was? It was Will Smith. Oh, I thought you were going to say the other guy. Or Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Goldblum. The other guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm with Bill Pullman. I'm Team Pullman. <laughs> He's my president. Yeah, that's my president. <laughs> um, yeah, classic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, gave us the uh, world's best salute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, was it the world's best extra? Yeah, yeah the world's best <laughs> world's extra. Best extra. Uh, his his five seconds of fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how old that guy is, and if he still brags about that, because I would. <laughs> Kids, <laughs> grandkids. I was in Independence Day. Wait. wait. Wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Grandpa. That is um, especially the the way the internet is now. That that is like, the world's best extra. I'm <laughs> sure that guy's that guy's probably like what, 50, 60 now. Yeah, something like that. That's me. And if he's aware of the internet, he's probably having a kick. <laughs> you know, he's probably having just like, a, a, well, because they even they even uh, and we'll, no, we'll get to that one in a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I I remember was it ninety six it came out right? Yeah, ninety six. Um. I went and saw that, and I thoroughly enjoyed it as a kid, and I'll still mm-hmm. watch it as an adult, and I still think that movie holds up. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking awesome. It's it, it's the first movie that I ever saw more than once in the theater. Okay. So that should tell you how awesome it is. That should tell you something. Uh, it it was it was just so f- fun and terrifying mm-hmm. at the same time, because um, uh, you know, especially as a kid, you're like thinking, "Oh, we're America. We're the we're the best. We're mm-hmm. awesome." And then this alien force comes in, and just annihilates us mm-hmm. and then you know we're like no we are america but we need help yeah. we need the world yeah i think that was actually a cool theme that was a cool theme like, that was a really the, cool theme of that movie yeah we're uh the the, the line the, the speech mm-hmm. july 4th no longer an american holiday mm-hmm. today we're standing together i thought it was kind of cool yeah it was great and that that speech i mean I mean, obviously it's so good. Budweiser decided to make a parody of it. Yes. Um, but still using a lot of the same lines from the actual speech. And Bill Pullman. And Bill Pullman. The man um, himself. Because I don't I don't care. Like, you were right. Bill Pullman, probably that was probably the best part of that movie was oh, that yeah. speech. Oh, yeah. Uh, I still get goosebumps when I hear that speech. And I play that speech every 4th of July. And I think a lot of, a lot of people we know, um, more of our comic friends, I know like, Sam Ridley, Derek Murray, a lot of those guys. Every Fourth of July, it's the trap. Yeah, where it'll be like, oh, say something, say anything. Uh, hi, how are you doing? Well, so beer. <laughs> yeah, beer kind of makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> like it seems like every year those guys always start talking about something and then just sneak into the speech. <laughs> uh, that uh, was a great IPAs. <laughs> Used to be an American beer. <laughs> That IPA should have new meaning today. <laughs> no, I think it's, uh, I know I have a few uh, guys on, on the, the Facebook, the social media that they always, you start reading it, you're like, okay, what are they talking about? And then slowly but surely they slip into the speech. <laughs> slip into the speech, yeah. Because it, it, it was just, it was so good. It was, it was such a unifying, um, yeah. like we, like this is the kind of politician we wish yeah. we could have. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just like. So iconic. It was it was that big kind of we're gonna amp you up because we know you're going to go die. Yeah. When, when you have uh, 
Randy Quaid <laughs> flying a plane. <laughs> well, we might as well amp him up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, let's amp him up going. a little bit. I picked a hell of a day to quit drinking. Randy Quaid's character in that movie is a is a trip. It, oh, absolutely. He talk about character development. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's one of those things. Like, you know, when you watch a movie as a kid and then you watch it as an adult. I think as a kid, you're just like, oh, that's that funny guy. Yeah. And then as an adult, I was like, oh my god, this is a journey. <laughs> like, they gave this kid, this guy, they gave this guy a plane. <laughs> they put him in a jet. <laughs> not only, yeah, not only, but with missiles and weapons. <laughs> And, and he's like drinking, he's still drunk, he's drinking coffee. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm like, that's where they're at. Yeah. They are desperate. <laughs> he, they're giving him a jet with missiles. <laughs> like the first time he sits in the cockpit, he pushes the button that arms the missiles. And you're just like, oh, shit. This, this, this bodes. You're like, oh, that, that's the guy. That's the, the standard they're setting now. Uh, no, but his, his, his little arc was. Uh, his arc was great. No, it was good. It was really good. He went from, you know. Drunken uh, victim, yeah. To proud father and uh, warrior. No, oh, yeah. it, was, it was a good arc. No, yeah, it was good. My my question with him, <laughs> and this is not just probably, one. Well, not with him, but with the the, the final solution, if you will. <laughs> bad choice of words. Yeah, kind of maybe bad phrasing. Was so the the it's like. Send the message out. Tell them how to take these sons of bitches down. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you need to sacrifice someone. <laughs> like, uh, who's your best pilot? Yeah, you jam that motherfucker up in that cannon. Like, that's what I remember. I was an adult. I was like, I wonder what that message is. Like, shoot a projectile, <laughs> or you need to take yourself. No, up. it's it's you target you target, it's a, it's their, a target the primary weapon. But I remember for a moment, I was like, are they telling everybody like that guy they want to get rid of, but they can't? What, what's <laughs> funny is like everybody's like, oh yeah, that, that that makes so much sense. Like we saw it thirty years before this in Star Wars. We're coming back. We're going back to Star Wars. Okay. Um, they you, you destroy the the power core of the the weapon. It's not the exact. It's not like they they in Star Wars they didn't like shove a missile right where the thing is shooting. No, they didn't do that. But kind of the same thing. I would say it's more like plugging a gun. Yeah, it's putting your finger in the barrel. Yeah, yeah. Cartoon wise, anyway. Yeah. But no. Um. So I, even then, like we still had that. <laughs> we arguably. But no, uh, no, yeah, I, uh, I thought that was. I always wondered like what they were. That message was exactly because mm-hmm. at first, like at first, I was like, are they telling them to, to sacrifice someone, <laughs> and then and then logically, like, oh no, they're probably get get a projectile, get it up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, even the 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 supporting cast in that movie, um, is great. Oh yeah, all of them because it really is. Um, a lot of people focus on the big three, mm-hmm. but that cast is like really good. Yeah. Um. Even like, cause even the small nuances, like Vivica A. Fox being a stripper, yeah. that's like a small little side plot that just kind of added to it. And, yeah. Um, uh, what else? The uh, Judd Hirsch being the kind of like the uh, the moral center of the movie. Yeah, he was really good in that. Yeah. Um, I still so one, someone who works for me is named David, and I'll still do the David, <laughs> <laughs> David. But why, David? David, wait. <laughs> that guy like, was great in his role. Oh, he's great in everything. Oh crap. He's like, I've been paging you. Yeah, I know. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> like, I, I love Jeff Goldblum's character. No, it's so good. I mean, what what's funny is, and this is funny because of what we were talking about earlier. Um, he has the same lines. Yeah. <laughs> that must go faster. Must go the faster. Must go faster. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they came around. Yeah, a few years from each other. But uh, yeah, no, Jeff Goldblum's character in that was really good. I like, mm-hmm. I liked him. Um. 
Will Smith, I, I, honestly, of the big three, and I'm not saying I, I didn't enjoy him, but I feel like he was he was the weak one. Not that he was well, not that he was weak. I, I want to say this was like his big commercial of course. success. But my point was like movie. he was a big pull. You were right. Yeah. But I feel like of the big three, his story was the least interesting. Not that it wasn't interesting. There always has to be a least yeah. interesting. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but no, I still love. Everyone still loves that. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, welcome to Earth. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. He really. I think that. Yeah, you're right. His breakout. He he did really well in it. I mean, yeah. some of his lines were just really good too. That's what I call close encounter. Yeah. Or it's like when they ask you, just tell them I hit you. That yeah, that was and a that, the dude that's like ten times his size. Is like yeah, really. Yeah. No. Um. That was a great line. <laughs> and I, I love that he uh he flies the chopper and immediately finds everyone like. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and then, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, what what's 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 just kind of uh like movie cheating. Uh, because he knows how to fly a plane, he automatically knows how to fly a helicopter. Yes. Yeah. Which is video game logic, not yeah. real logic. Yeah. Um, and then I still love the, the side plot of Vivica Fox getting out of L.A. And I know people have said it before, but like she she like that the I guess you could call it nuclear flame. Yeah. And she just goes into a, a doorway mm-hmm. in a tunnel, and the flame doesn't follow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. That's how it works. But they save the dog. They did save the dog. Um. All right, hey everybody. Uh, we had a slight technical issue with our camera, so we were uh, forced to cut. And uh, luckily, we uh, you know kind of figured it out. We had another camera to use temporarily, so that's why the picture looks different. And so we're gonna get right back into it. Uh, we were talking about um, the dog. yeah the dog and how they saved the dog in independence day yes um and uh good good because um you can kill as many first ladies as you want in in that movie uh you better not kill that fucking dog yes yes um yeah i think yeah that's what we were talking about before the the camera issue Uh, we're talking about the first lady and how that would not happen yeah it would not happen um and even even uh, in the movie, like the president tries to recall his wife. Yeah, and I forgot she says something just like I I'm doing my job. Or yeah, I'm doing, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But in I, I do feel like in a a situation like that, mm-hmm. the, the first lady and I'm not I'm not trying to bitch sound, go home. I'm, I'm I'm not trying to sound misogynistic, but I feel like he's like no, like fuck what you're saying. You're coming home. Coming home and man. even like her secret service people would be like, we're not listening to you. Yeah, we're taking you home. Yeah, no, that that's like. Yeah, that's the obvious thing to do. Like, if you're the Secret Service, this is not this is not an uh, an event that yeah. you can properly ensure security. Yeah. So yeah, We're fall going. back. We're, We're going, going home. Yeah. Yeah. So that again, as a kid, um, didn't really kind of went over my head, but then as yeah. an adult, I was like, no, no. As soon as those aliens arrived, she's on a plane. She's on a plane. She's gone. She's going into a bunker somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. as soon as it arrived. Yeah. Um. But that they needed the whole story arc of her dying. I get yeah. it. Fine. Is mommy sleeping now? Oh, <laughs> really? Had yeah. Yeah. Fun fact: Mae Whitman as a little girl in that movie. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Mae Whitman, she was uh, in Scott Pilgrim. Uh, she was in The Duff. I know she was in a bunch of stuff as yeah. a kid too. Yeah. Uh, she voiced uh, Katara in The Last Airbender. Uh, really awesome. But yeah, just a little fun fact. Chew on that. Take it home. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was really, really funny that I actually just said that because the second time I saw that movie in the theater, I was in like Santa Barbara 
on a vacation and we're just excited. But yeah, let's go see Independence Day again. Mm-hmm. And I look over at my cousin and he is just bawling his eyes out. And I just, I, I can hear the sniffles and I look over and like just tears down his face. And I'm just like, you all right? And he's like, yeah, isn't this sad? I'm like, it's fake. <laughs> Still having a response. No, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's sad, but it's like, I didn't know her personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it, it was kind of, uh, that scene was very well written where they, they called back to her, uh, the liar line. The liar line, yeah. Like that was that was pretty especially as an adult when he's like, Doctors say you're gonna be just fine. It's kind of like the laugh, like oh, liar. It's like, oh no. It's like uh, oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah. Um but yeah, that yeah, that was well, now we're now we're on a downer. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, Will, Will Smith, yeah. Uh yeah, it um no that that, that movie had a had a lot of notes like that, the ups and downs and I still think uh, I said uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, the whole figure out the virus is a little contrived, but it, it worked. It <laughs> was, was it? fun. It's so funny. Me and, me and a friend of mine, we came up with like a little bit that we wanted to do, but we never got around to doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when the aliens, like the surviving aliens, make it back to their home planet, and they're like doing the debrief. It's like how they beat you. You had advanced technology. You had a super weapon. How did they beat you? Malware. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see one of them. Did we update the Norton antivirus? We didn't. Ah, oh, shit. I mean, the, the actual the actual use of the virus, I buy. I just think the um, the way it was one of those just like aha moments because <laughs> yeah. he says like get off the floor, you're gonna catch cold. cold. What did you say? Yeah, like cold computer virus. I give a computer a cold. Yes. It's like that eh, doesn't happen. Ideas don't happen that way. I think, and I remember I, I read like a it might have been a cracked article of like things that don't happen in real life and yeah. one of them was actually the that aha moment i think they cited like the hangover where he's like wait a minute what did you say and then he <laughs> like like that never Dug's happens on the roof. yeah like you might think of something but like, oh yeah. shit but you just yeah um so that that moment as an adult i'm kind of like i roll my eyes but mm-hmm. it's still like you can overlook that it's like because yeah it's like this would be like one of the first responses you would have to this threat especially if yeah. you know that they're using your satellites it's like you can you can you like, and you have access to their signal that they're using to infect all these satellites. Mm-hmm. The first thing you would do is have your tech department of the government be like, "Hey, there any way we can hack that? Yeah, Is there any way we could infect them with something to get them to stop?" And, and it it does push the um. Granted, like I said, you see it as a kid, so now as an adult, you accept it. But if I saw it as an adult, I would have been really cynical about like the cable repair guy. Granted, he's a genius, <laughs> yeah. but. He he gets a hold of that signal. Yeah, he figures it out. No one, <laughs> nobody else in the finds de- it. The defense department, uh, the, the hackers at home who just are crazy intelligent. No one finds this this code, this yeah. the signal. And we all know, like, there are people other than the government listening for signals from space. Oh, that's what I'm, yeah. Those, and so, like, the chances that like somebody else finds this and like presents it to the government before David does, like, highly likely. Highly likely. Yeah. And granted, but you know, David knows. He, knows he's got the, an insider. Knows the gal, but <laughs> um, but that as an adult, I'm kind of like, uh, but you buy it because it, it it alludes to that he was very intelligent. He's just kind of unmotivated. Um, because she she, has, she well, says you could have been anything you want, like you were super smart. And, and then he says, I was happy where I was. Of course, but that's my point. Is mainly like he did have potential, so you could buy into the fact that yeah. he was the one that found it. Yeah. Um. But it is kind of funny, like really nobody else did. Yeah, literally nobody else. Yeah. 
Um, well, I mean, pro- some pe- some people probably did, but they were just wiped off the planet before. Or they they just didn't analyze yeah. it like he did. They, yeah. They over, you know, they look over it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, so we were going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get out of the way. The second Independence Day. Huh. ID uh-huh. ID four two ID. <laughs> so I, I threw down a lot uh, for that movie as far as like talking with people and arguing with people because mm-hmm. they're like. Will Smith left it. And I forgot, did Will Smith read the script before he left? Or did he just decide to do Suicide Squad and said, I can't I, do I it? I would assume so. You know what I mean? Because I know he had Suicide Squad. Because you, you don't just say, hey, you're coming back for the second one, right? It's like, no. You, you say, hey, here's the script. Tell us what you think. Yeah. So I know some people uh, will keep his name. We know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept arguing like, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. It's going to suck because Will Smith isn't in it. There's a reason why he's not in it. Um, because it sucks already because of the script yeah. and I was like no like it's gonna be great because I was a huge Independence Day fan as a yeah. kid uh, it's gonna be great like no it's gonna be fine even without him it's gonna be fine and watching it granted like Will Smith passed on Django so it's not like he not only that he passed on the Matrix yeah so he, it's he not, passes it, on a lot of yeah, good things so it's not like if he passes on it, it automatically means it's bad yeah so I was like okay even if he passed on it because he saw the script it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. but and then watching it, like I meant in my head, watching it, I was fighting for it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was like, "Come on, come on, come do on. the right thing." And I think I was on Jack of All Nerds with Mike and Derek. Uh, I think you might have still been there at the time. And I said, "Like that, that final fight was literally a boss battle in Star Fox." Yeah, it was literal because it was like the weakness is on his back. Everyone, go for the back, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh, this is yeah, this is your Star Fox team giving you the the, the commands, giving yeah. you the direction." And, and then they 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 ruined uh, what's his name the older uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad in the movie uh, Judd Hirsch, yeah. Judd Hirsch. I thought they just wrecked his character. Oh yeah, he becomes the babysitter. Well, yeah, and then so they they you they kind of make it seem like they kill him mm-hmm. when the wave comes, and then all he he somehow somehow survives. Lucky, lucky, and then drives these kids across the country to Nevada in a school bus. <laughs> like it was just it was just wonky. It was like yeah. that's a kid that's a kid's movie move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, okay, and I know you have to appeal to kids a little bit, but like really? And just I think the moment I gave up on the movie. Um like maybe I lied to myself like, oh it's I'm not it's not over yet. It might be good. But like if I really was truthful with myself, I'm like, I'm done. Was when um uh, Hemsworth they're on the, the alien thing and he turns around and, and punches the alien or he's I forgot I haven't seen the movie in a while mm. he like, turns around and like he punches the alien and the alien's just like no <laughs> and he's like oh I thought that was gonna go different or he says something uh-huh. and I was like I hate this movie like this because <laughs> only Will Smith can punch aliens well there and I I, I, I kind of got that joke but uh, I heard somebody once call it like the different kind of um, humor in movies and shows. Mm. There's he. Re- we both talked about it. We refer to it as sitcom awareness. To where yeah. like if you watch Everybody Loves Raymond, um, when they're they're arguing, they're having their domestic quarrels. As audience members, we're laughing, but in the moment, those characters are not having fun. No, they're in a fight. Yeah, we're just laughing because we're on the outside and we can relate. And then there's people who, in the moment, know it's funny. Characters in the moment know it's funny. Mm-hmm. So Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Riggs knows what he's doing when he's fucking with Murtaugh. He knows it's funny. So he's laughing. In character, he's laughing. Yeah. So there's a difference in comedy. 
So when you're in a situation where you're on a fucking alien ship <laughs> and you punch an alien, your first thing is to make a quip. <laughs> like, this is not funny. You need to run. No, instead of saying, I thought that would go different, you would be like, ah, shit. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Use your God one damn. fuck. Use your one fuck yeah, for the Use PG-13. your one fuck for your PG-13. And and that, I remember in that moment where he punches and nothing happens, he's like, oh, third, 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 quip. I was like, like that. It's like, that's that's equivalent to breaking the fourth wall and letting everybody know yes. not to take this seriously. Well, and it's one of those things like the, that kind of humor works in certain movies. I don't think that's the movie for it. Yeah. Like even in Marvel movies, they quip when, you know, here and there. But yeah. for that, just in that small moment, it was the shit in the salad for me. Yeah. Um, quit background shit in the salad <laughs> is the term I use to um, to the, the the comparison is if you're eating a salad and everything tastes great maybe it doesn't taste great but it's okay and then uh, you push a piece of lettuce aside and there's a, a, a log of shit in your salad now you haven't touched this you haven't touched the shit you haven't eaten the shit but it's in your salad and that's enough to say that you don't want to finish the salad the yeah. whole salad's bad it was everything was great or okay up until then and then that, and then that—that's the one thing that ruined it yeah, all. Even if it didn't touch any of the other pieces of lettuce, just the ones right around it. So technically, you could eat the rest of it. You, you're not going to because there's shit in your salad. Mm-hmm. To me, and then and granted, the, the whole movie was a wreck anyway. But to me, that moment in watching it live was the shit in the salad. Yeah. That once it happened again, I lied to myself and I was still trying to fight for it. I think the the Star Fox ending was the final shit. There was a second shit. Yeah. Um, but that line, I was just like, no, <laughs> this movie's done. This is done. Yeah. This it, is done. And I mean, what, what boggles my mind is like, they, they did this movie thinking we could probably make a trilogy out of this. The and setup to set the trilogy. The trilogy. Yeah. That the setup to the trilogy was so on the nose that like, it wasn't even subtle. It was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and then what was the, did you ever watch? I think it was called falling skies. Yes. Did you watch that? Uh, here and there. I didn't like watch it religiously. So, so we watched it, and it was pretty good. Um, mm. And it, it, it smelled like they were just copying Falling Skies. Because um, if it's Falling Skies, that was the alien movie, Because right? they, they team up with certain aliens at a certain yeah, point. In yeah, in Falling Skies, they're fighting, and then all of a sudden, they, they find allies, and then they find other allies, and it, they kind of have a, uh, yeah. kind of a, a, uni- a unified group. And so with that, I was like, this smells <laughs> like Falling Skies. Yeah. Because that's literally what's happening. They're bringing other aliens to, to fight. Yeah. And uh, and just the the setup was so on the nose of like, like we're we're going yeah, to a the, different the, movie. The little ball has detailed information about the home planet that yeah. we can use to attack the home planet. Lucky, lucky, yeah, yeah. And then I kind of like the idea that the 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 failed technology that the aliens left in the first movie was used, and now yeah. the world's united. I kind of like yeah. that idea. And then. But yeah, like even Bill Pullman's character, I I didn't That's, like it. They just they made him crazy, and I I actually didn't mind the crazy at first, because I mean it could make sense that because he, he had a connection. He had a that. connection, yeah. Um, and I got it. I think I even though the character is a liked character, I didn't understand why they brought um the doc data the the guy who played, <laughs> yeah uh Doctor Oaken yeah I didn't understand like he died. Well, we don't know he died. They never show him dying. They do. They don't. He checks his pulse. Does he? In the first one, after because he has the shit around his neck. Oh, he okay. does it. And he checks his pulse, looks up, and he shakes his head. Oh, okay. Um, but I know he was a likable character, so they brought him back, and I I know they played it out like he was in a coma or something. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't necessary. He was just there for jokes. Yeah. Um, which, if you've, and I'm sure we'll talk about other movies, it's a mistake a lot of people make when they try to designate 
this is going to be the funny guy. Yeah. Sometimes I can go really bad. Yeah. And with him, he was just a walking joke the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, but back to Bill Pullman's character, like I could, I could go with the crazy shit, but the way he just snapped out of it mm-hmm. and then his death was meaningless. It was absolutely meaningless. Yeah. And like, first of all, like you don't, you don't take a character that, you know, in the first movie, um, is kind of like the unifying force for everybody that's going on this counter attack. Um, and that's what he was, that speech, mm-hmm. his idea to, you know, communicate with other countries for a global offensive, um, I mean, it was, it was such, it was such a great, uh, character and a great speech in that movie that Budweiser decided to redo it. As we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And like, first of all, I, I, I love, I love the speech. I love that they used, you know, lines from the speech. I didn't like that it was Budweiser. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> but Budweiser ruins everything. Budweiser does ruin everything. Um, like if that played during the Super Bowl, like that would have blown my mind. Yeah. Um, but to take that character and just make his death meaningless, make his character meaningless. So I and exactly, and I could I could buy the craziness because yeah, you you had a psychological connection or, or whatever you call it mm-hmm. um, with an alien species like that'll fuck your brain up long yeah. term. I get it, and so I kind of I I was on board with the craziness, but yeah, like so he snaps out of it out of nowhere. I forgot something happens and he snaps out of it. I kind of forgot. It's been a while. Since I watched the movie. It's like when he snaps out of that's when uh, Dr. Oaken wakes up too. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden he's just like, this is what we're doing. And he's like on top of it. This is what we're doing. I'm going to I'm gonna be the suicide bomber. So he bombs the, the mother, mm-hmm. the, the queen, if you will. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I get the, um, the, tragic, the tragedy of that. Like that could be a tragic moment. Mm-hmm. But the movie was so kind of, it kind of leaned in the goofiness of it. You know, the movie leaned on goofiness. Yeah. To like, so you didn't understand that tragedy. It just to me, it just didn't land. Yeah, because there is there is like, you know, um, a, a story to be told, a narrative where someone died thinking they were dying for something greater, and they didn't. Yeah, but that didn't land. Yeah, it was it was, it was essentially a legacy for these movies. And the first one you had uh, Randy Quaid's character do it. Yeah, and it's like okay, so you know, Bill Pullman's going to take a note from that and try to do the same thing. But ultimately, doesn't achieve the same goal. And, and I think that maybe that's what they're going for. Yeah, is that like he was trying to do that and it didn't work, but it just didn't land. And I, I'm I'm fine with sequels playing the hits. Yeah, like Boondock Saints two, played the play, hits. played the hits of the first one, and a lot of people complained about that. We saw it together. I thought it was fine. It's I great. thought it worked. Like play, it's okay to play the hits, and that was the hit of the movie. The first one was mm-hmm. the suicide at the end. Mm-hmm. So fine, make that happen. Don't don't go into the Star Fox battle where suddenly Judd Hirsch drives into a fucking a bus into the battle. Full of kids. Yeah. Dude, what if you're driving in the middle of the fucking desert and there's a giant alien, why would you continue driving there? You're you you're not helping. No. You have nothing to contribute other than a bus full of kids who can do fucking nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, and and I know we've talked about it, like the 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 possibilities of the franchise, like going into other aspects like why this yeah. story? Yes. So we we've talked about the ground war, pretty yes. much a direct sequel. Well, there's a couple different ideas. One idea was a direct sequel mm-hmm. to literally it starts right where the first movie picks up. Yeah, all the ships are crashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to you got to imagine that these ships are huge, and when they hit the ground, they're going to take some damage, but not every not every being on those ships is mm-hmm. going to die. So there's going to be some kind of resistance, yeah, uh, force or ground force on those mm-hmm. ships that are going to survive and still try to fight. Mm-hmm. And I think 
you can take it from here. I mean, like your idea for a direct yeah. sequel. Well, and, well, to that to that idea first though is, um, they they didn't even have to bring back the main cast because mm-hmm. you don't need Bill Pullman. The president at that point isn't gonna. No, because this is happening globally. This is happening. Well, yeah, everywhere. But, but I mean, even if you wanted to do a direct sequel to where it's the the Area Fifty One ship, mm-hmm. you don't need the president. You don't need um, you know fucking Will Smith. No, because they're pilots. Pullman. Well, they're pilots, and like they're now elevated. They're higher. Yeah. So you're now getting grunts. Yeah. And so you don't need those guys. Maybe a cameo from the Secretary of Defense or one of those mm-hmm. guys. But so you don't need to cast all these, these same. What people. I would like to have seen was uh, Adam Baldwin's character, uh, Major Mitchell, no, that, kind of leading the charge. That's what I'm that. saying. Yeah, that'd that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like those guys could have now taken the reins and been the stars. Yeah. Um, so that that could have been a very easily achievable idea. The idea that I had in the past, and um, we've talked about it, I think, on Jack Ball Nerds as well. Um, just kind of throwing a shout out to those guys. Uh, was they they brought up in the sequel. And I thought it was one of the, the better parts of it. Mm-hmm. I thought Jeff Goldblum was good in the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a shit movie, but he was fine. Yeah. Um, but the idea of the one ship in Africa that actually landed to try, I think it was, it's been a while, like I said, they, to attempt to mine the resources or whatever, yeah. like they actually landed and the local African tribes like banded together and fought them on the ground using machetes and, and small fire weapons. Mm-hmm. And and my and like uh, if I recall, correct me if I'm wrong. The main character, the general or whoever, was the he was the son of the previous warlord, and he fought that ground battle. Yeah. I thought a spinoff would be great, even as bad as the sequel was. Why not make a movie about that yeah. that took place in '96? And you could recast someone younger to play the son. You could cast the dad, and not to mention the way everything's going, it would be an African American cast. Like it would be a lot of, and then you could maybe have a cameo of a character who was in mm-hmm. the original one somehow. Maybe they hear the speech. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it could. I think that idea is great, and they could literally do it now because it's all new characters, all all new people. Like that would be a great movie that I would absolutely watch. Yeah, because you even see glimpses of it when they he comes back with them to Area Fifty One, mm-hmm. and you see him. I think they said, "How do you kill him?" Kind of like Predator, any way you can. Mm-hmm. But and he's like sliding underneath, stabbing him in the back. Like that could be a dope movie about their ground war in Africa. Yeah. Um, but instead, you know, you have no. Let's just do the. And this is the 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 bad part of play the hits, and they just show like the the dog fights and the aerial battles. Yeah. And it's like that. That's that's cool. I guess it's if, like play the hits, but let's bring a cover band on. Yeah. To play the hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I th- I absolutely think you're right. Like the one the one thing that I wanted to see was from the first movie it's like when they're flying through the mothership and they say looks like they're preparing for an invasion i want to see that i think as big of a budget as they had yeah. <laughs> yeah but that would have been just awesome all these like aliens and their you know biomechanical armor yeah uh going toe to toe with you know america and the world's best sure that have been that have been awesome well and and i think it's one of those um i kind of my my own i always come up with like terms I kind of call it the purge idea because the purge movie, um, you could literally create a countless amount of different movies based mm-hmm. on just that idea. And they are. Well, of course. But I mean, even Independence Day, instead of making a direct sequel, you could now create a story of what happened in Houston because mm-hmm. they knew Houston. They knew Houston, yeah. You could make a story about what led up to that from people on the ground there. Yeah. And maybe the last scene is them Blowing, getting nuked. <laughs> getting nuked. Yeah. Uh, tragically. Uh, you could talk about the guys in Australia. Um, just different different parts of the world and how they're dealing with it. So you can tell that same story of what's happening on that day mm-hmm. dozens of different ways Yeah, uh, from, through the eyes of other people. And so 
the sequel, I, I thought his sequel idea was good and I was, I was all for it. And then I just feel like it's one of those things where they, I think they tried to like, kind of like the Fast and the Furious where they try to like up themselves. Yeah. But failing instead. Failing instead. Yep. Um, cause yeah, man, I, I, I hated, like I said, our friend who was like, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. And I was like, no, it's not. And then I watched it. And I was like, fuck, I have to admit, <laughs> I have to, to admit that it sucked. Yeah. Um, Cause man, what a tragedy! <laughs> Happy Fourth of July. <laughs> and should we win the day? <laughs> man, Bill, Bill Pullman, he's a he's a treasure. <laughs> he's a treasure. That was honestly like I don't think I don't think they when they wrote that speech they didn't think it was going to take off the way it did. I think they obviously wrote it for emotional impact, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was going to be as big of a deal. Yeah, because it's on. I mean, granted. It's all subjective, but I've seen it on like numerous best speech count. Like, oh yeah, top tens. Yeah, easily. And it's Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking anything from Bill Pullman because he's amazing, but like he has, he's not an award winner. He hasn't, he's not like a ton of medals on him. Yeah, but he's he gave. He's that guy you look at and say, I saw this guy before. Yeah, he was in that movie. I mean, at this point, we know Bill Pullman because in the '90s, he's fucking Bill Pullman. Yeah. Now he's the guy. Yeah. You see, like I'm sure there's a lot of kids like in their their 20s and teens right now who have no idea what that commercial meant. <laughs> They just thought it was just the guy from Casper giving a weird speech. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Casper. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up. So I'm 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 gonna drop this on you. Talking about Bill Pullman, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Give me your favorite presidents from the movies. Oh, favorite presidents from the movies. I know names are gonna be hard to remember. Yeah. But we could. Um, Morgan Freeman's president from Deep Impact. Uh, I like what he said about it. Uh, when he was on Inside the Actor's Studio, he was, they said, well, you played a black president. He's like, uh-uh, I didn't. See, I'm black. I never play black. And I was like, that's dope. Uh, who's another really good president? I'm surprised you didn't lead with Harrison Ford. In Air Force One? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> he always hits the top fives. <laughs> no? Yeah. All right. I mean, fair. I like, get off my plane. That's about it. This is a president that stayed on the plane to fight for his people. His people. He fought for his family. Not his people. That's his people. Well, that's his people. Okay. Okay. That's no, okay. Fine. Um, Michael Douglas, American president. I thought that was going to come. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the name's eluding me. I can't believe I can't remember his name. What's the movie? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I'm thinking about it, I can't think of his Why name. Why can't we think of that motherfucker's I, name? I don't, uh, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna embarrass ourselves by yep. I'm that's gonna air. Yep. Um he doesn't really count, I guess, but <laughs> he's not really the president. No. But no, I uh, Air Force One, Harrison Ford, I thought was great. Um uh Danny Glover in um twenty twelve. Twenty twelve, I thought was because the Danny Glover in twenty twelve wasn't a flashy no role, but it was very much like a good guy. It was a good guy, yeah. So I'm like, that's a good that's a good mm-hmm. president. Um Um we never saw the president in the day after tomorrow. We saw the vice president. Yes. Um, and it was like this <laughs> Dick Cheney sideshow character type. That was on the nose, Dick Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, idiocracy. Oh God. <laughs> president Camacho Macho. <laughs> Light the electrolytes. <laughs> it's got what plants crave. Of course. No, but uh, I would say definitely. Uh, Bill Pullman uh, in Independence Day is in the top five. Yeah. I would put Harrison Ford in Air Force One in the top five. Okay. Um, 
who else? It's not a uh, not a movie, but I thought um, Martin Sheen in the West Wing. West Wing, yeah, good, good role. Well, what's really funny is like whatever Aaron Sorkin, yeah, does like he always like gets like the really good actors. Like he, he had uh, Sheen in uh, the American President as well as. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he was the vice president. He was there. It's been a while since I've seen that. I don't know if he was advisor um, or campaign manager. I don't know what he was in that movie, but he was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he's like, hey, you get an upgrade. Now you're the president in now, the TV show that I'm writing. Now, now you're, you're you're lower. Now you're you're promoted. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I'm blanking on the other presidents, though. Like other roles? Well, there's just other presidents in movies. Um, um, I'm not sure if I was a huge fan of uh, what's-his-name in... Um, I'm not. I'm not going to say White House down. The other one, Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Aaron. I was. I was thinking. I know it's Aaron. Aaron uh, Eckford. Eckert. Eckert. Yeah, Eckert. Aaron um, Eckert. He was I, yeah. I. I enjoy those movies. Um, well, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, but he was. He's I. I want to put him in my top five. And then what's funny is Morgan Freeman becomes the president in those those movies. He does. That's right. Yeah. It's twice now. Yeah. I don't think anyone else hit the hit president twice well i mean no because no yeah um yeah wow that's something mm-hmm. i did like uh what's his name uh debo in the fifth element the fifth element <laughs> tiny yeah, yeah. <laughs> tiny i thought that was a that was a solid president well, that, that, that was that was great because up until then it's like you've seen this guy in like Dozens of movies, and he always plays like the the gangster or the prison inmate yeah. because of his size and the fact that he's black. Yeah. Uh, but him playing the president of not only America, the president of Earth. Dare I say, is that the first uh, black president we've seen in film? Oh. Um, I, I it, w- it would probably be a toss up between either Tiny or Morgan Freeman. You're right, because they were both like mid '90s, right? Yeah, mid '90s movies. Okay. You're right. I, but something. We- if only we had a device. If only, if only we had the internet at the touch of our fingers. Ugh. Hold on, we're gonna. Yeah, look up when Deep Impact came out, and then look up when Fifth Element came out. Deep I think Impact. Fifth Element might have it. I think it's say okay, so. Deep Impact's ninety eight, May eighth. The Fifth Element. If I could spell. I want to say Fifth Element was ninety seven. Hold on, release. Ninety seven. May 9th. There you go. So by a year. By a year. There's probably some other movie with a black president that yeah. we're missing, but I love Tiny being the first black president <laughs> on film. I love that Debo was the first black president in film. <laughs> Stutter. Stutter, are you there? Stutter, can you hear me? I love that. I do not want an incident. So, yeah. Yeah. That was our 4th of July podcast about independence day yeah and the first black president in film <laughs> <laughs> it should be i'm sure i'm sure sydney poitier is somewhere rolling in his grave just yeah, like it, ah! it should have been morgan freeman <laughs> it should have it been. should have been for morgan yeah. freeman yeah of course. but instead it's tiny <laughs> no. I, and i'm happy with that that's great i think it's 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 like yeah it's like amazingly bad <laughs> <laughs> so so awful it's great has samuel l jackson played a president he has not and I think that's a missed opportunity. I think. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson needs to play Nick Fury as the president. Samuel L. Jackson needs to play a black Donald Trump. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you like Donald Trump or not, 
I think everyone would agree to that. <laughs> I think the people who absolutely love Trump would be like, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Grab him by the pussy, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ripest. <laughs> Mm-mm. Some of them are good people. <laughs> We'll edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anyone out there is creatively inclined and has a connection, <laughs> Black Trump. Kind of like Dave Chappelle did Black Bush. Yeah. Black Trump. Black Trump. Sure. By Samuel Jackson. Yeah, we'll see it. Uh, Do you I, I imagine even the hair on him? <laughs> God, Dude, no. The, I think everyone would be behind that. Yeah. People who don't like Trump and people who like Trump would be like, yes. The only person I think that would have a, a big problem with it would be Samuel L. Jackson. No. I think he'd be all about it. He might, yeah. I think it could, it, yeah, that, it could, it could go either way, I think. I think if somebody went to Samuel L. Jackson and said, we want you to play the black version of Trump, he would first go, that's a stupid-ass idea, and then walk away, but then he takes like 10 steps, he'll stop and be like, let me read the script. <laughs> Well, it's just going to be a uh, a highlight reel of all his famous quotes. We're going to give you documented um, <laughs> manuscripts, and you you just do what you want. Yeah. I think he'd be on board. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I love the blacks. <laughs> and the blacks love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of other ones now. <laughs> If you see him in the crowd, punch him in the motherfucking face. I'll pay for the legal fees. The call? The call was perfect. It was a perfect call. <laughs> perfect motherfucking call. <laughs> All right, I'm into this now. Yeah. I just want to see it happen. Is it a leak? Get these motherfucking leaks out of my motherfucking White House. <laughs> There's no collusion. Mm-mm. None. We're going to end it there. <laughs> Yes. Happy birthday, America. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. We love you. Everyone be safe. Goodbye. Goodbye.